Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Basically, what we've learned over the last two podcasts this week is that we still don't know anything. Right? Is that where we're at? Okay. Did we just learn that after these podcasts? I mean, I think we've learned it after every year, man. Accurate partial information, right? That's what you get from us. We've got the Chicago Fire game coming up on Saturday. A matinee for once. Not very often do we see that. We've got we need some, those here. We, <laughs> we want to talk about some annoying things about soccer. They're just things that annoy us. You know, one of them might have come out recently. And then, of course, I've got some time <laughs> reserved for Dallas hate. We got, I got to leave some time for that. Are they our, our new, just the team that we hate the most? Oh, I don't know. We'll get to it. But yeah, first, they're on the list. Right. Two <laughs> we, in Texas now. Jeez. We can't. We obviously have to begin with the atrocious call that decided the game last night. Atrocious. Okay. Sporting Kansas City lose one to nothing at Dallas after getting robbed of the equalizer. 
Someone, one of you, console me. Someone make me feel better. You're screwed. All right, moving on. What's the next topic? <laughs> how do we? How can we make we you feel make better you feel when better. they were robbed, man? Yeah. I mean, it was by yeah. by objectively, by all standards and definitions, just straight robbed. The the only people who don't say that sporting was robbed were the people who hate Vermeese so much that they can't see past that hatred. Yeah, it's not al- even. It's almost like politics, man. And most most Dallas fans, the Dallas uh, the Dallas SB Nation blog, who is is often quite uh, childish on on Twitter, was uh, even in agreement with that being a bad okay. with that being a bad call. So that's when you know it's bad. That call was heinous. Like top five worst calls in soccer I've ever seen. And I don't say the worst just because like I, I, I assume there has to be a worst at some point. Oh, no. There's, I, I, I really won't go that far. There's lots of really bad yeah. calls. Like that time. Remember that time? I guess we should while talking about this. Remember the time Amelia got credited with clearing the ball off the goal line and that ball had crossed like three feet into the goal? Yep. <laughs> and ironically, that was against Dallas. Oh, it well, was? See, I was thinking it was. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, that might be it. the soccer gods coming back to get us. No. Well, they rot. The, the last time we played Dallas, we got punished enough by just the awful play by them. And the lack of, of them being punished for not wanting to play. Oh, oh, it's just so it's, painful that it happened against, against them. I wanted revenge from that last game so bad. Well, it'll have to come in the playoffs. If they so you get all, there. You all tried to look at it objectively like I did, I assume. And, oh, you yeah. know, for, for a fleeting moment, my mind said, okay, maybe it does drop a shoulder. And But then I looked at the feet of the goalkeeper, and that confirmed it for sure for me. His feet turned oh, clearly yeah. into Kinda, if you're watching his feet. And, uh, yeah. So. Well, yeah, I mean, so I <laughs> – not that I was like accepting of it, but I saw a keeper get, you know, someone made contact with a keeper in, in MLS and the keeper fell over. And so I just, I was like, all right, well, that's a foul. I just accepted it because that's what they <laughs> fucking do. It drives me insane. Again, getting to our annoying things about soccer. That's just like, I just, I just accepted. I was like, all right, well, the keeper got hit and he's on the ground. Like they called a foul. And then I saw the replay and was like, oh my God. Oh, that's just so, it's so painful. Did you see the keeper's acting job too? He yeah. goes down. He's like, yeah, <laughs> rolling yeah, down. Like, literally, yeah. yeah, you couldn't see Bob there on our podcast, but like, literally, just the flail. He was the flailing of the arms. Like he, he, he knew he had to try to sell it. Yes, oh. for sure. <laughs> All yeah, right, so we going into the annoying things. Yes, other annoying things. What's something else you hate about soccer? My number one annoying thing about annoying thing about soccer is the babying of keepers. That's your number one? My literally my number one. Ironically, Cody doesn't like the babying of trees either. He prefers they all be cut down. Yes. Just chop <laughs> no, those damn things no. down, man. What's <laughs> ironic? Well, no, what's really ironic is I do prefer the babying of trees. Let's let those go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Robert, do you want to go next or should I? Uh okay. Um you know, I just don't like keepers. So. I don't like owners who stick their noses in too deep, you know? who uh, don't know much about soccer and they try to run the show and make it all about them or any sport for that matter, you know, but it is their toy. It's theirs. 
I almost yeah, but I don't like rich people. I hate rich you, people. I'm I'm a but you become like an owner because you love the game and you want your team to be successful. It's not yeah. all about you. No, who are who's won the year? They don't here? buy it. They don't buy teams because they're all into soccer. They buy teams because they want to be loved in the community, or they want to have a toy. They want to go someplace where they can stand up and be applauded when something. Why happens. did Why did the right? Why did the they don't know shit about the it? New England Revolution. Then, if they don't know shit about it, they should keep their nose out of the running of it. Okay, so you have you someone like, in mind. Do you not like <laughs> LeBron James as an, a part owner of Liverpool? <laughs> I didn't say that. Didn't who? Say who? That. Yeah, you have to be citing someone. Do things. What's an owner? Who? Who's the owner that you had in your head that sticks hey. their nose into stuff? Hey, I'm a St. Louis guy. Rams uh, owner, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Um, what about? Um, well, it was also a poor owner that kind of derailed their hopes for an MLS team for all those years as well, right? So. True. True. Yeah, I um, uh, can't think of his name, but yeah, the lawyer from Alton. Uh, Jeff another, Cooper. Jeff Cooper. That was who it was. My, another annoying names. thing about soccer. Annoying thing about soccer. Again, it has to do with keepers because most of mine are that they just scream. The keepers scream away when a cross comes in, and we all act like that's just that annoys you. Away! Yeah, <laughs> we know. They don't want the responsibility. <laughs> we know. I'm kicking it's, it away from the goal. It's just a reminder. Just a reminder, man. In oh, case you forgot. God. No. And yes, I, think, I know. Obviously, at the top of the list here is like is diving and feigning injuries whatever but see my more annoying thing with that is not that it's the way refs call games that allow that that allow that to happen like they don't reward a player that tries to stay on their feet and gets a shot off it might have been a poor shot but it's like they tried to stay on their feet and it's like well they got a shot off so sorry i'm not calling that that obvious foul that's why players dive that's my that's the annoying thing not the diving yeah, it's, it's, it's the way it's the calling of the game that that uh, facilitates the diving and the feigning of injury. It those moments actually bothers me less when they go down because I know they're not going to get the call for the shot, right? They're not going to they're not going to get the call because they got a weak ass shot off. It's the ones where players can barely be touched and they just go flying down, mm-hmm. around on the ground for ten seconds, bounce back up, and they were never hurt in the first place. They were just that was complete sham from the get go. They were never pushed down. Yeah, um, I mean, there was a. I watched a video of a player in the USL who broke down his own game. He had like he does this. He like takes out every touch he does, and he even said, "Oh yeah, I just turned my I turned my back so when they touched me, I could go down," because he knew he was in a bad spot for holding onto the ball. So he intentionally like mentions I think three times in that video that I watched that he turned his back so he would be touched and go down. Yeah, Screw well, you, man. but but again, that's because they know all it takes because a referee will buy it again. It's just I'm telling you, it comes back to the way it's called. So how do we make better referees? There's- no, it's uh, it's like it's a FIFA mandate thing. Like just start a, a, a sweeping motion that says we are now rewarding players for staying on their feet. You get two chances if you stay <laughs> on your feet. Don't go down. You get two chances. You shoot, you shoot your shot, and we'll give it to you if it was a foul. Well, again, the, uh, the no, shot thing is one thing. That. It's the other stuff, man. Well, I know, but yeah, I know. I just that that is there. There are ways that you can do it. Uh, the so, yellow card thing is a weak attempt because they, I feel like they like use it in. The, there are obvious situations when they don't use it. I think All the right. refs don't see it well enough 
most of the time. So the ones that were somebody's just touched and they fall down real easily, the refs buy it because they can't see it in real time. They aren't good enough to see that. And and trust me, most of the time I give the benefit of the doubt to the refs. It's a damn hard job and we it's a thankless freaking job, especially at yeah. the lower levels. Bob, but, annoying thing about soccer. Uh, players that complain and whine, like in in other words, when it takes away from the plane of the game, they're still whining and complaining and the ball's going the other way or their team still has the ball and they're still over there moaning about a pass they didn't get or a call yeah. or something. It's like, come on, guys, play the freaking game. Yeah, the raising of the hand. Yep, sticking your arm up when you that, that's know the guy starts. wasn't even offside. Yeah. But do you guys think that any of the sporting players went over the line with this controversial call or do you think no they were right there they watched their boy get taken down on the line they've been fighting for 75 minutes i don't know how long it was in the so no what i mean is like gerso's tweet no go for it okay all right i just asked i don't i don't think that was over the line i mean it wasn't like they he's like you know doxing the referee and asking for him to be murdered or yeah he didn't it was just like well, yeah, phone number, right. you know <laughs> it was like you screwed us out we worked too hard for this yeah yeah and no he's not I, wrong it it, not, it definitely wasn't over the line but it surprised me to see like some of these players actually going for it on twitter and if not not that the players do it i'm sure they always want to but it it almost seems like someone on the team that normally is like telling them to be careful on Twitter and not do that was like, you know what? Go for it. Cause that was blatant. You think they'll get fined? I think no. Peter will. I don't know about the players. No. Remember the last time Peter complained about a, a, a something that he was obviously right. They didn't find him. Yeah. It, it wouldn't surprise me if he does get fined, but you, yeah, you're right. There was one time where he completely laid into him and he didn't because it was it obvious. W- I will never forget that. It was, that was the year they didn't, they, uh, failed to make the like secure that home playoff game because they crept into the playoffs and it was someone dove and like caught the ball with their hands in Colorado or hit the ball with his hand like batted it blatantly yeah. and then they went and scored a goal and it like and they and that's how the, it was like that one point that they lost because of that was like why they didn't get a home playoff game or something oh it was yeah right, I'll never forget that one it's just so annoying that it's not Scott. corrected by VAR, though. Yeah, if you're, yeah. If anyone, so if anyone would miss that, Vermees said that he was told by the referee that VAR checked that and that they agreed that it was a foul on on Kadi Ginda. I just no no human being can see that and agree with that statement. I just the so isn't Friday the day that they have to the they released something about the the previous week, like explaining errors or something like that. Isn't that something pro does? They do. I just, I don't know exactly what time it is because the, because of the time constraints right now, but they yeah. do every, they do at least once a week release like a big call or two or three calls and analyze it. So I'm hoping this is one of them. If they ignore it though, that there's nothing you can oh. do about it. I know, and I feel like they even know it. Like, it's just there's literally nothing that could happen if they don't talk about it. Only talking about it could result in people yelling more about it. I bet they don't even address it. (laughs) I don't know. They have addressed some of the controversial ones, though, in fairness, over the years. The guy who runs pro is a pretty good guy, I think. Yeah. It's just, you know, again, you're you're constrained. 
I can't. Damn it. Sorry, I couldn't remember it either. Yeah, but he's the guy. Uh, ESPN FC has him on a lot. Well, they used to. I actually don't watch that anymore. They they got a good program there, ESPN FC, and I haven't watched it in a while. But yeah, they he would go on there and and defend calls that like pro didn't even do. Like that that yeah. he, he would he would go on there and defend referee calls from the Premier League and stuff well, like he that. Was, he was like a top guy in England at one point, if I yeah. remember correctly. Yeah. So he's he knows what he's talking about. He's got the experience. Uh problem is like a lot of these VAR guys and the assistant VAR guys have very little experience. Um there's one and I, I don't want to name the name because I I don't want to get like specifically signaling too many guys out, but there's one guy who's been a you don't want to dox official. anyone? Come on. No, because I actually I do know where he's from. Um, but um, he's not a good ref, man. He's just not a good ref in person. He's I've seen him ref stuff in college games and lower level uh, professional games, and I've never thought he was good. I mean, I've sat there and watched calls that happened directly in front of me as a photographer, like literally four feet in front of me on a line. I'm like, nope, that was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's, you know, it's not malicious. He's not, um, you know, he's not rooting for one team. He's not punishing one team. He's just not good. And I've seen him as a fourth official and VAR official and assistant VAR official this year more than once. So I, I don't know about some of these other guys, but in fairness, man, I've talked to some of these refs when they were in training, like at U.S. Youth National Championships and stuff. They were they had like twenty refs watching refs ref and and judging them and stuff, and how much they go into to try to learn and be good. It was very interesting, but uh, yeah, it still it still comes down to atrocious, heinous, terrible call. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. How about that everyone knows the referees do not add the proper amount of stoppage time? Why do we all just accept this? Because we can't change it. Why don't they change it? Are they not fans of the game? Are they not watching their own team like get get screwed over at some point? All right, so I'd like to propose a a small rule change, all right, because I hate time-wasting. All right. I hate it when other teams do it. I don't like it when sporting does it. I don't think they're nearly as egregious about it as some teams, Dallas. Uh, but yeah. I think that somebody should be tra- tracking this stop it, this time wasting and saying, okay, this was Dallas time wasting. This one was sporting time wasting or whatever. And at the end of the game, whichever team's in the lead, their time wasting counts against them. You know what I mean? So like yeah. last night, if, if, uh, Sporting had been in the lead, their time wasting should have counted against them. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Hard to hard to implement that, I guess, but uh it's a one little button, man. Like somebody sits there, but but you know, it's it, two buttons, it works. Yeah, but that one I'll person has to define what has to define what time wasting is. I think it should be fairly obvious when like guys go pick a ball up, drop it. What next guy walks up, drops it. Next guy walks up. At, after the first guy drops it, it's time wasting. Yeah, things like that. So, is Dallas the team you hate the most right now? 
It does seem to change. At one point, it felt like it was Seattle or it was Houston for several years, and then all of a sudden it was RSL, and then Seattle took over maybe for a couple years, and then it was Portland. We had a couple rough games with Portland, and I hated them for a while. And uh, yeah, I think it's I think Dallas might be uh, recovering it. What's your top three most hated teams right now? Well, I guess I guess what I was just explaining then was maybe more of like the number one rival, but just my most hated MLS teams. Um, Dallas is my I'm I'm they're right in front of my face at the moment, the cause of my uh, anger at the moment. So they're they're number one. I hate Atlanta still, and I'm loving that they are not doing well. What's the German word? Schadenfreude. I never Schadenfreude. Can say that right. Yeah. So. By the way, did you see? Did you see the search results or Google Google searches uh, spiked by like eight hundred percent after the president of the United States came down with coronavirus? <laughs> Everyone started searching what the word Schadenfreude meant. Ah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, so uh, what did I say? Hey, by I the way, Dallas... DC United still has to be in the top hated for me. I'm sorry. Just United? Oh, really? See, I don't have a lot of hatred for them. 2004 MLS Cup still burns. In- yeah. yeah. 16 years, Robert. I know. I guess it's just, hey. yeah, it's long enough at this point. Yeah. And Freddie Adu, I mean. That's half on. of my lifetime. I've g- I, g- I gave up on that one, I guess. <laughs> did you see Freddie Adu just signed with another team? I did. Is that what that was? I, I apparently I follow him on Twitter and I saw him like thanking people for the support and I was like, what? What he's the hell? He's thirty-one and decided that he's finally gonna treat soccer right and approach it the right way. <laughs> so who's he play for? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Nor- Norwegian team or oh. something. Oh, I was thinking like a USL club or something. No, he he was with USL club a couple years ago, and couldn't make it. Okay, so should we do our Chicago Fire preview? We're always so good at previews. Can I throw this out there? You're going to be like, what the hell? Yeah. I had this scary, scary thought the other day. Oh. Corona is going to cancel the 20,000 2022 World Cup. Then 2026 is going to be held in Qatar, and the U.S. ain't going to get 2026. No, 20. No, they wouldn't back it up. They wouldn't. I'm just saying that was the terrible thought I had. <laughs> well, honestly, it started out great. Cancel this one in in Cutter. Like, cancel the the tournament that was built on slave labor. Yes, I am down with that. <laughs> I would be, yeah, I would be down with that too. But they they won't they won't cancel it. They would just postpone it to like 2024 and just shorten the World Cup time frame. They're already That's... talking about doing a two, every two year women's World Cup. Because mm. make money, so make money, yeah, <laughs> they should do that. Don't put it past them to do it every two-year <laughs> uh, men's World Cup, and then go, hey, wait a minute, this is making us more money. So, it, it's sorry, all about I had to money, throw right? that out there. Just yeah, just a random crazy thought there, huh? Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> okay, Chicago Fire Saturday again. The Chicago Fire. Can we just like repost a preview? I mean. Can't be that much change, right? Copy and paste. It's called Beat Up on Robert Barrick. The Fire are in 11th place in the West, in the East, just below the extended playoff line. They were actually doing fairly well, fairly well for a while. But there's still three wins and a draw in their last five. 
And that wraps up your Chicago Fire preview. All right, now the lineup. <laughs> who is uh, who? Are we playing is. Do we give another nod to? Um... You know, Fontes didn't do that oh. bad, but he didn't impact the game like Reed does. That's for sure. You you read my mind though on Fontes, who I was trying to talk about. I thought yeah. maybe. Give me okay. Give him, yeah, give him a little credit, though. It's been a year since he's played. Over a year it since he's played. It was over a year. All. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that. I that blew my Even mind. then, he was playing hurt. So, he's been playing hurt since Champions League in 2019, essentially. Well, Puncic no, I mean, I, I, I imagine it, it'll he'll, – he'll obviously go back to Puncic and Reed, right? Yeah, but doesn't Puncic need a rest? Maybe he'll get a – I think he's like eight so. games now, something. I think he's played eight games now, straight. Yeah, I guess that's true. So if Beasler's ready and Reed is healthy, then he was only out because of a rest, which we don't know. What about honestly, Hurtado? Does Hurtado get the start again? Do we have an alternative? Shelton? We, the fall, we don't know. Shelton or the false nine situation, what he did, what he was doing. Hurtado, please. I yeah. say put Busio at the false nine. Ooh. I, I actually thought that before. Gerso on one side, uh, Johnny on the other side. Busio as the false nine. Um, obviously, he's not going to bring the running and physical play of Shelton Hurtado, but he would have some. He would have some ability to connect up there, and you could have the guys overlapping with him, like Kenda and stuff like that. Well, I land. I finally did for the. I landed on it for the first time. That last game on my lineup prediction, I just went with Hurtado up top, and then I replaced. Ilya with Busio and did Roger and uh, Roger and Kinda in the midfield, and that seems that's what I'm. That's what it seems like I would be for that again this week. Um, so there's also the interesting question of who plays outside backs, Martins or Dia. Does Lindsay keep starting? Because I'm going to assume right now that Zusi's out for the season. I'm just going to assume really? that. Yeah, I would assume it, they said they're going to make some announcement this week. Yeah, I checked on that today, and they said they're still not ready to make the announcement. So, All right, Jalen. I am betting, again, this is pure speculation based upon past experience, is that he's got a serious enough injury that he needs surgery, and they're waiting for the surgery to take place before they officially announce it. That would be – because they don't – they won't announce they do it until that the surgery done. Yeah, right. they, they've done that many times in the past. They wait until the surgery. So yeah, I wouldn't. Me. I wouldn't be surprised to see Martin start on the left though, because Diaz had a run of games. He's done well. I want him there, but typical of Vermees to give the guy a, a little bit of rest at this point. Man, Diaz Diaz's been playing good. Yeah. The uh, yeah, I was, I'm I'm all for Diaz right now. I think Martins didn't bring anything more than what Diaz has been providing. Oh, I agree. Just like they're different. Vermees give him a break, but they they so provide it, different things. But they're he's not better. He's I'd rather have Dia. Is oh, Polito yeah. is Polito back after this this game, or does he have to quarantine? No. He, he has, has to quarantine. quarantine. Oh, what a this fucking world we live well, in. Well, remember the game after this is the canceled Colorado game. So, oh yeah, but I think they were originally anticipating he would miss five to six games. Oh, dang! So okay. he's missed two, or is it three? So he's either missed two. And this will be the third, or he's missed three, and this will be the fourth. But I would expect two more games, whichever way we look at it. All right. Maybe a canceled game is one of them in there. But another quite unfair thing of the way this has all worked is 
Dallas didn't play Minnesota, so they got a week's rest. Chicago didn't play Minnesota, so right. they got a week's rest. Yeah. yeah. So, it, I mean, it's not unfair schedule makers in this point. It's just roll of the dice. Life sucks. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. It, that game is obviously very frustrating. I need you guys to cheer me up and all that. But the team is like they, – they put themselves in a chance to get a point there, and that was a, quite a ridiculous lineup. I, you know, they're right there at the top within a point. They're, they're in a fine position here, man. When Polito comes back, I don't think anyone doubts anything about the team's abilities. So I'm, I'm still feeling good. Yes, that was a gut punch, that, that, the fucking result. But this, is, this was I'm, – I'm feeling good. I think the, I think even worse than like losing a point is Dallas got three. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, Portland didn't get three though. Thank God. Yes, I saw that, and Seattle didn't play, so <laughs> still within a point there at the top of the table. It's it's going to come down to the last couple of games to sort this shit out. Just the way this season is, teams oh, yeah. go good for a couple of games, they suck for a couple of games. Everybody's doing it. Dinner is almost ready. Actually, it's probably out of the oven already. So. Okay, guys, that's got to go eat, so we're going to get out of here. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blue Testament KC, and join us at thebluetestament.com, and leave us a comment, and we'll talk to you next week. Go Sporting! Woo! Anything to shake this food I'm